Chapter 7 A Young Man's Letter from Jail Part 1 through 3 It's been over 30 years since I started working for the youth, and the work in itself is happiness to me. I have never been paid for educating the youth, but it has been the greatest happiness in my life. I gain endless joy from this work. Therefore, even now, I am traveling all around the world to meet with ministers of youth. And occasionally, I get to meet presidents of different countries to speak to them about the importance of youth education. The happiness, the happiest kind of farming is farming people. Actually, when I talk with a youth, there are many headaches and other things that do not fit my heart. However, these lost youth think very different from me. It is not easy to speak to them without sharing the same world of the heart. Sometimes I used to wonder if I needed to go to such such lengths, but I now feel like I am the happiest person to be able to do this work. Whether it was drug-addicted students or gambling-addicted students, they have given me joy and love that you cannot find anywhere else in the entire world. At times, when I help them deal with their problems, I fight with them, cry with them, and sometimes even get angry. But what brings me so much joy and thankfulness is seeing these same problem-ridden students change their hearts. I thought they were problem problematic kids. I thought these young youngsters were nothing but headaches and burdens. But I also see them change, and then, and then they bring me joy that cannot be found anywhere else. No matter how angry I may be, I think of those students, and it just makes me smile. At first, they just look like nothing but problems. I thought, what kinds of kids are these? How can they think like this? Why are they so thoughtless? I was burdened about that. However, living with them allows me to experience their ups and downs with them. I am so happy that I can spend my days with these young people. Many students who have met me have not only experienced a change in their hearts, but a great change from who they used to be. Even now, there are many students who grab my ha- hand whenever they see me, and, they f- and their faces are filled with smiles. For example, suppose I categorize my effort to search gold as a 10. And if I actually got the gold I was looking for, would I be able to really have j- a joy of 100? Based on my own experiences, the happiness, happiest kind of farming in the world is farming people. If you sow wheat seeds, you will see your fruits within six months. When you sow apple seeds and want to see the fruit, it will, it will take at least three or four years. But when it comes to farming people, there's no set period of time. The heart of some can change within days and they can become happy. But for others, it may take 10 or 20 years for them to finally have the fruits of happiness. There is no better work than farming people and, and ridding of them of darkness, worry, and fear in their hearts. If I am the dirt, then I would bloom flowers. I thought I was a fine person before I got to know the Bible. I thought of myself as a good person who did well. Of course, I was more diligent than my friends in some ways. And yes, I did go to church and I tried hard not to commit sin. So before gaining 
a deep knowledge of the Bible. I thought I was qu quite a good person. But from 1961 to the 62, I was a person who could not do anything at all. I thought about, I thought about tomorrow and it was a complete darkness. There was no adults around me who would lead me into my future. Even though I took exams to become a public servant, I failed. My uncle worked in a road construction in Japan. I wanted to work under, the, under him and make some money. So I set up a plan to go to Japan. But that also did not work. Everything I worked for and tried ended in a failure. I lived each day in darkness. That, real, that reality I had no future was the most unbearable thing for me. It was a failure in life, and there was nothing I could do. So I read any book I could get my hands on. I had no money to buy books, so whenever I heard that someone in Sun Sun City, where I lived, had some books, I would go and beg them to lend books, lend the books to me. I would read them all night and then return them. I mostly read novels and other literature. And I think I read every single book in the town of Sun Sun. When I finally had the ch chance to read the Bible, I realized that the Bible was so different from all the other books I had read. I felt that this particular book was not written by a man. I found myself inside the Bible as I read it. The, person, the personal notion that I was a great or smart. It all came crumbling, crumbling down as I read the Bible more. When I read the book of Genesis, the first chapter stated, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. This is how the Bible explains the start of the earth. What effort could earth make to get rid of or destroy the darkness around it? It was impossible. The earth cannot cast out the darkness on its own, no matter how much it struggled or labored to do so. In the Bible, earth represents man. It represents you. Right then and there, I became earth in my own heart for the very first time. Does anyone feel sorry or apologize for, to the earth for stepping on it? Even if people spit, urinate, or defecate on the earth's ground, does anyone feel sorry that and apologize? to the earth no one does i realize uh the earth is me i'm nothing but worthless dirt the world hoards holds more more than only dirt you can also find gold silver diamonds and sapphires however sapphires can't grow apple trees beautiful peach blossoms cannot bloom from emeralds a single blade of grass cannot emerge from priceless gold diamonds are a girl's best friend, but flowers cannot grow and bloom from them either. However, when you sow seeds into the worthless dirt, those same seeds sprout, leaves grow, flowers bloom, and fruits appear from branches, vines, and stems. We don't understand where this power come from, comes from, but when the seed is precisely sown into the dirt of the earth, it will surely sprout and bloom, bloom flowers. Then if I become the dirt too, I will also bloom flowers. When I become the useless dirt, I will bring forth fruits to fill the 
fill the bellies of hungry hungry people. I'll become the good fruit that children love. I came to clearly know that this was possible. I am the dirt. So even if a person walking by spits on me, there's nothing I can say. And even if there were to urinate or defecate on me, I cannot avoid any of it. When you cannot realize that you are dirt, you are unable to handle the times when other people despise you. Instead, your hearts conjure thoughts of rage. When someone sees you and says something, you can feel wronged about it. However, that does not change the fact that you are dirt. When I knew for sure that I was dirt, I came to realize that I, too, had bloomed amazing flowers. I realized that ama- I realized that amazing fact, and as the youth changed the same way, I saw them blooming beautifully, one by one. That is why I called our youth flowers. The inmate who was serving his seventeenth year. One time, I received a letter from a young man in prison. Pastor, I committed mur- murder, and I was given a death sentence but they reduced it, and I got life instead. I had to serve 15 years, but I took prison guards hostage three times during that period. They added two more years to my sentence because of this. I have been locked up in this prison with high walls and have not seen the outside world since I have been here. I have lived this way for 17 years. One day, I read the book you wrote, and my heart changed. My life started to change as well. In two months, I will pastor those huge open gates and re-enter society. This is like a dream to me. But pastor, would you be willing to take me in? Later on, I found out that this young man had committed a terrible murder, and he was an inmate serving his 17th year in prison. This young man was gifted with the talent to commit crimes, and he took prison guards hosted so many times. One time, while working inside the prison spoiler room, he was using a big metal rod to push wood into the boiler surf furnace when he got an idea. This young man decided to put the tip of the metal rod into the fire and make it red with heat. Then he, then he stuck the metal rod into a crack in the cement wall. He bent it straightened it out, and repeated this several times. Back and forth, he soon cut off about five inches of that rod and buried that iron rod under the floor without anyone else noticing. Whenever he had the time, he would take it out and sharpen it on a stone. After a few months of sharpening, the rod tip became as sharp as a knife. He put it in, in his pocket and was walking down the prison hall when he saw the prison guard who usually picked on him. He grabbed the guard by the neck and put the the shank close close to it. The prison guard trembled in fear. He told the guard, I hate this world. I was always mistreated. I think if I go to the next world, it's going to be better. You, You have been so good to me all this time. You, all, you always gave me special treatment that you didn't give any anybody else. You gave me difficulties, and I am thankful to you. That's why I want to go to the next world together with you. Let's go. 
He took the trembling prison guard into a solitary confinement room, shut the door, and began to shout out, Bring me the prison warden, then I will let him go. Bring me the attorney general. The other prison guards had a strategy meeting about this situation all night long. Early in the morning, they brought an electric pole, and about 30 people picked it up together and rammed it into the wall. The wall collapsed and the two of them were slightly injured, but they were able to save the prison guard from further further danger. This young man would often do violent and vicious things like this, and that is why no one could handle him.